for speaking the pod, everyone. This is episode 16. And um, we're recording this on the 16th of March. Are we? Yeah. Is it the 16th cool. today? Yeah, it is. Days just blare into one at the minute, don't they? Yeah. Spooky. Um, spooky coincidence. Yeah, so this week we're talking about women in music, and we've got a guest on today, Yasmin Coe. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, um, I'm Yasmin Coe. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter from Hull. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Do we introduce ourselves again? But like, oh no, we're no, never okay. sure, are we? <laughs> no, that's we only sure. when Casey introduced us. I've always um, said no one wants to know who we are. Yeah, we don't want to play um, elusive. <laughs> play guess who again? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw you this weekend, didn't I, at the Adelphi for the first time in a while? Very doing, long uh, time. <laughs> yeah. As we were doing the pre-recording for the To Hull and Back Festival, which is a, a live stream that will be going out this Saturday. So as you're listening at home, literally tomorrow, you can tune in to the To Hull and Back Festival um, and see a whole bunch of live acts from the Adelphi and from Nottingham. So uh, and you've um, been hosting it, haven't you? I have been hosting it, There's yeah. a lot of good um, bands lined up on there. I saw um, <laughs> I saw the Sensitars were on there as well from Nottingham. Um, oh, right. Nottingham bands are really good. We, we have a gig mm. with them mm. up in Nottingham oh, at the great. Chameleon. Oh, uh, Chameleon, yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, not October. Uh, it's August time, I think. Or yeah, yeah, it's August time. Quite looking yeah. forward to that because they're the um, Sensitars in particular. They like um, a band I like a lot. So sure. yeah, I'm excited for. That. Have you been to Nottingham before to play? Uh, what? To Nottingham, have you been there before? No, school? I haven't. No, because basically with the live stream, um, it's like an interactive thing as well, so people right. can basically say on Facebook like who they'd want to see from the other city play in their city, mm-hmm. so people in Nottingham Suggest can like... Suggest some lineups as yeah. well. Like some, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's exciting, so if people like my set enough, then they'll be like, oh, come to Nottingham, so yeah, hopefully awesome. that'll happen. I reckon you will, because Anna, you're very good at what you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, How's Specifically, I remember Home Street Sesh 2015, Freedom Rose stage, you were mm-hmm. headlining that. That was the first time I saw you live. Because at that point, I, I wasn't really in the scene. Like, I didn't get in the scene properly till 2017 when I started to hang out with Casey at Adelphi gigs. But that was, like, when I kind of started to appreciate live music more. Mm. Uh, I don't cool. think I was completely in the scene then either, to be honest. I think mm. I was about 13 when I did that one, so oh, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, really was. back in the day there. Yeah. I think I'd only been gigging for like a year. Because so. that, 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 um, I performed set on that stage that day as well, and I think that was the like, first Home Street Sesh performance I did. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Had you already been involved with Freedom Road for a while? Um, to be honest, um, I haven't done too much for Freedom Road, just no. like playing on the stage at Humber Street, but right. I have not yeah. actually done anything with the collective no. itself, just sort yeah. of being you know, involved um, when they've done performances. Layla, uh, cool. yeah. 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 Yeah, we went to school together. <laughs> Didn't you say doing that Freedom Road and moved in next door? Yeah, they've moved into Unit 46. Mm. And, uh, okay, so you know how I came round last week and I went on the drums for a bit? Yeah. Um, Ian, who runs Freedom Road, said he couldn't hear me playing. Oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that was me. Awesome. <laughs> Probably need some more soundproofing. Then. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> well, Saturday was the well, first you're, time. What are you saying? Dylan shit at drums. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday anyway, was yeah. the first time... 
I saw you with your new lineup, Yasmin. Mm. Uh, I know it's not ne- that not, not new, too really, new, is it? No. Yeah. yeah, it's been. But I haven't like... had the chance to to see that lineup yet. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was just good to be back. To be honest, like yeah. we haven't been able to. Gosh, when was the last time we gigged together? March, right. March time, like last year. I think the last gig we did, we managed to go on the ferry trip to um, the Maiden Hall one, and that was great. I feel awesome. like we probably brought COVID back from Amsterdam, though, because like, everyone was oh, ill. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last gig we did was at Dive Bar. So then we oh, haven't right. played since then. That was our last gig for Dive, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was everyone's last gig, apparently. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I was meant to play Dive in April. Oh, it's oh, a good venue. Fun, so. It's just yeah, like, oh, it's fantastic. tiny, so it just goes off every time yeah like it's got no option but to just the full room for it to go mental (laughs) yeah oh it's great it is great from what i've seen we played with a great band from uh paris parisian band i think Mm. live in london now called avoid yeah are they based in london i think so yeah yeah um they were so good yeah um what's the um the singer called She's been doing some live streams and stuff, and she herself Is like acoustic Camilla? stuff. Camilla, Camilla, yeah. I think maybe I might be wrong. I think I'll, that's right. I should Camilla. probably yeah. I'll Kurt, check. I think it's Camilla. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, well, yeah, it was a really great show. Uh, great female singer and female drummer as well. I yeah. I think I know which band you mean. I think I follow their Instagram. Yeah. I wanted to go to that game. I can't remember why I couldn't go. Oh, I think they've, they've got like a <laughs> Facebook group called Avoid Gangrene Club. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you played dive with that lineup? Yeah, with that lineup. I bet that was fucking loud. It was, it was loud, but it was really good because, like, I think a lot of my mates as well. They knew it was like one of the last opportunities because oh, it yeah. started to get a bit dystopian. Sort of then, so yeah. everyone was like, "Right, we're just gonna have to come down," and everyone just put their all into it. It yeah. was really good. It was a really good night. But yeah, yeah Dom, it was loud. Dom, who promoted that, the one we played, he, he was calling it like the end of the well party kind of thing. <laughs> By the time we actually got to play it. I think I just, I properly went for it. I know yeah. that was weeks leading up to it. I think my last night out actually ended up in fuel, which is hilarious. Oh, right. Yeah, first, I think probably the second time I've ever been there. And mm. it was the last club night I've been to. Like, that's, I just you think know, it's really I, funny. I've been to fuel four times. I did, I did the, pull, I, I was on the poles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to take the opportunity sometimes, yeah. haven't you? But yeah. I, I was absolutely wasted. But you was the guy that didn't let anyone else go on it as well. No, <laughs> so, someone, someone slapped my ass, and I was like, "Who, oh, no. who the fuck did that?" Yeah, it <laughs> was like because that day um, it was when our A levels got cancelled as well. It was oh, my mate's no. birthday, so we all went to Spoons beforehand. And we, I oh, feel like we're yeah. all. It was a mix of just being like really depressed because like this could be the last time we see each other, mm. and then mixed emotions. Some of my mates were buzzing that. I exams were cancelled I was mortified because I thought I was just going to end up doing terrible and then yeah ended up in fuel because we had to make the most of it yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you were saying earlier your grades ended up okay didn't yeah, you yeah yeah so, so turned around like, on the algorithm thing didn't you yeah I think you'll if it yeah. if it was um just mm-hmm. left with the algorithm then I definitely wouldn't have got into uni wow like yeah, yeah. the the grades that I ended up getting from the algorithm weren't even enough to get me into my second choice wow. so I was mortified but luckily they changed mm. them so I did I did well but it was yeah, yeah it, grades <laughs> was scary like because I didn't like have any exams or anything but I had a load of work and you know because lockdown you know was a massive like punch in the face to people's mm. mental health I left a lot of the work till last minute and was like scrambling to do it all in the last week and mm. I saw the grades and I was like not like they're not terrible but like 
like I could have done better, but I was surprised, you know, that they were what they were considering of how lockdown screwed. Oh yeah, definitely. Speaking of fuel, it's it's funny because I went for the first time not long before lockdown because it's not my kind of thing. Like even just going out <laughs> in town in general. But um, I got a friend of mine was through from London, and uh, I was just like, all right, let's let's go fuel. I was like, all right, I said we could go wherever you want, kind of thing. <laughs> so I got dragged there, and then um, then I realised. Oh God, this isn't my first time at Fuel. Like the, the, <laughs> the second that I walked in there, because um, I, I don't drink anymore. I haven't drank for like, like a good sort of five six years now. Wow, but then I it do- do well, it dawned on me. I was like, uh, <laughs> like you know, slowly. I, I just stepped through the door, saw the layout of the building. I was like, I have been here back when I was hammered. Like <laughs> it was just, I thought I was going for the first time and. It just completely wasn't. How was Fuel completely sober? <laughs> yeah, just weird. I, you know, the weirdest thing is, right, £3.20 for a half pint of Coke. Oh, like, yeah, and, and the, the prices th- are ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was cheaper for, like, a vodka Coke. So I was asking them, like, can I, can I get a vodka Coke without the vodka? And they're like, no. <laughs> we have to put it through as half a Coke and charge you, like, three times the price. Just, we, yeah, ridiculous. We talked about this on, like, episode three, isn't it? Right, did we? Yeah, we was on about like nights out and stuff. And I, I, uh, on that sure, night, what yeah. you were on about when you went there? Yeah, because I'd seen you yeah, in propaganda. Earlier, I was yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? That, that might have been my first ever time at proper thing. Because I don't think I hadn't. I definitely hadn't been a prop. And let me before, guess, Nick, you were probably so. wasted. Yeah, I went after work and yeah. just stayed. Uh, because that seems to be how it smashed. is where you will see Nick at night or whatever oh, and yeah. be smashed. <laughs> yeah, I haven't ended up be... in prop yet. Like, I, I, I was I've, just I thinking. Slipped, I slipped on the floor there. Yeah. Um, because I was, like, stumbling. It's a place you end up at, like, five in the morning, isn't it? Are yeah, they open right. till seven? Yeah. Or yeah, something it's ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah, that and <laughs> you're, like, very similar in their times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you'll, you'll go between them both. Well, at least I did anyway. Because I used to go, because obviously I used to finish work at like sometimes going on one. It was the yeah. only place where it's like yeah, it's open. And then oh, it's horrible. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but you still go. And then you know, just ended up getting smashed. I remember once walking out like five o'clock in the morning and it was sunlight. I was like, oh, fucking hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that where I like get in bed and I'm like, it's light. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yasmin, you have been asking people. Um, at the live streams, the Tahul and Back Festival, where are you going for your first post-COVID drink? Oh my gosh. Have you decided yourself yet? Oh, right, okay. So, post-COVID, I guess it just depends, because obviously we've got beer gardens open. I'm going to be back at uni by then, so I'm just trying to work out which place to go for a drink in Manchester. But my whole choice is, well, I mean, oh gosh. I I love Brain Jar, I think probably my loyalty is going to lie there um, cool. I really like Tap House as well so one of those two and then I've already booked the tickets for Welly oh right yeah <laughs> I think they sold out like almost instantly so yeah, yeah. definitely going there for the first club night um, I think yeah I mean the the main announcement was like obviously clubs open but it's mm. like a week after our um, accommodation contracts end or something silly like that oh. so it's like great I'm not even going to be at uni when clubs open but yeah to be fair, I think I'd rather go to Welly for my first mm. night <laughs> back great. again. Oh, Manchester's great though. I, I love it. I, yeah, I, I went to like a punk festival there, got drunk there, then went to like uh, the uh, Canal Street, is it? Where yeah, yeah. Gay bars and that. Yeah, and yeah. Went there afterwards, that was fun. Because like my uncle, who was gay, my uncle Andrew, he used to hang around there 
so it was like you know it was like as if you knew I was it well and like could show you around and mm. yeah and no, I love Manchester it's amazing yeah. I like Affleck's Palace I yeah, bought like a Spider-Man cool. key room from there oh awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was meant to do a gig in Manchester like just an acoustic one at this place called the Whiskey Jar and uh, it was booked for November so obviously that mm. didn't happen <laughs> I was so close to like getting to play and then the lockdown yeah. happened so that'll eventually happen at some point though oh, that's really annoying as well because like socially distanced gigs were kind of just happening before yeah that. yeah it was a really nice little venue like all the tables were just spread out and um, it's actually a really good atmosphere because it was mainly just acoustic acts but it was sort of like a yeah, no talking when the acts are on policy and it was just kind of like spellbinding in a sense just to have yeah. like complete silence and listen. So I'm excited to eventually do that, but <laughs> no other plans gig-wise yet. Yeah, I know you you were saying before that maybe um, you might be thinking more like September time or something yeah, rather September. than jumping into it immediately because you, you don't want the letdown, do you? If, if, if things go wrong and we end up having to hold off again with, yeah. the, with the live I shows. I think a lot of things are very sort disheartening. Of being yeah. planned for September, from what I can yeah. see. Right. Like August, September time, I find is like best times to... It's worrying, isn't yeah. it? Because it's like, because of all what's happened, you know, since, where it's been like, easing it and then like, oh, actually, no, delay it. Yeah. It's like, it's that big worry where it's like... Back and forth. Mm. <laughs> is it, is it actually going to... Gonna yeah, you know. Oh, I'm absolutely heartbroken. I was meant to be going to Primavera Festival in Spain. Oh. Strokes headlining. <gasps> Literally, was, I can't describe a, a band art. I want to see more. And I'm gutted because it got cancelled. It was yeah. meant to be June, so I was like, yeah, this is looking risky now. So think, many good bands, and now they're announcing a new lineup in June. So luckily, I'll be able to get a refund if it's not quite as good. But I'm yeah. just gutted. I'm so That's upset. That's one of them uh, festivals which. I do want to go to some sometime because the lineups are always fucking amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know Mogwai play it quite regularly. Wow, cool. Um, it's the I've been going through a, a massive strokes phase recently for for like the last couple of months because Ed mentioned you were on about their producer on one of the episodes, mm. weren't you? And uh, I was just like, yeah, those first two albums are. Yeah. To be fair, the latest album was like. (laughs) Never do that! Oh my god! Left my phone on. (laughs) The latest album, like properly, just soundtracked my summer. I think. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I thought it was quite a a nice shake-up for them. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Quite radically different. Quite funky um, in some senses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, But um, to do with the last show now, how was your experience of all that? Oh, to be fair, I actually had a really good time, and like. Doing the hosting itself was really interesting because yeah. I haven't done anything like that before. So that was fun. And I mean, it obviously helps like when you know the people that you're interviewing yeah, in Hull. Okay, like, okay. I think we were originally planning on doing some like streaming between Hull and Nottingham and interviewing some people in Nottingham. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit more difficult if it was over screen, but we're not doing that now. So it was just nice to sort of be face to face with people. Yeah. And then the actual performance, like... It was obviously really good, but like I was saying earlier, it had to be socially distanced and stuff from my band, so I couldn't exactly like run about the stage and jump about mm, as much yeah. as I wanted to. But actually being able to play with my band has been since like September, since Just we last rehearsed. Just that feeling where it's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing this again. I know, now. honestly, I had like, because we had a rehearsal the day before in the Adelphi and sort of walking into there and I was just like, oh, this doesn't quite feel real. Because <laughs> like, I've been in there since yeah. like... February last year or something ridiculous like that so it was just such a nice like overwhelming feeling it was great (laughs) I've got to ask you Kirsty since though you were helping out how was your experience of helping out with it yeah it was great um I can't recommend enough that everyone tune into the live stream tomorrow (laughs) because um yeah the performances were all absolutely fantastic uh 
It well, it was yeah. Again, strange just being there, actually witnessing live music. Um, yeah, yeah. You like, like, just like re- resisting the temptation to just start a mosh pit. It's like it takes every bit of strength yeah. that you have. But you know, it's got a to good job you were and, uh, there when we recorded the boom one. You yeah, boom, but, like, <laughs> for sure. Well, oh, like singing onto wall of noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I, but it's I, a I nice see. mix of stuff. Yeah. Like the the artists involved mm. um, yeah, the new really Bunker Pop is all. sounding great like Bunker Pop did three new songs oh, completely new oh. and, uh, and they were all like immediate as well they were really like catchy yeah. you're thinking oh, it's always yeah. a risk to do oh, no, like, new songs and you're like no, um, no, I could have listened to these like sure. ten times before I remember right? one, one of my favourite live sets ever was uh, when the headlined I think it was Freedom Festival the headlined one of the stages it was the stage that was like behind Froob uh, you know, in like Fruits Car Park, yeah, yeah. back when it was Fruit, but um, they played an entire set of new material, like oh, like wow. headlining a stage. Do you know what I mean? And it was like they came out like, okay, this is a new song, played it. It's like here's another new song, played it. Okay, by the way, these are all new songs, and then like yeah. just just played the whole set, and every song was great. I think it, it was, was quite like the case at um, Humber Street in 2019 as well, because they yeah. were like. Yeah, they, yeah, they played the introducing. Like album two songs. Yeah, and that was even uh, before the was album was out. I was like, gosh, this is so good. Yeah, <laughs> when something is immediately contagious. Yeah. Like, well, because then they did the uh, record store launch, uh, yeah. which was yeah. so fun. Oh, that was yeah. fantastic. She's like, it's oh. ever so punk to just play completely new oh, songs. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. the match goes on really well. So when was the first time that you played at the Adelphi? Oh. The other day you were talking about how it was obviously a huge part of just just you falling in love with music and live music was was going down yeah. to the Adelphi Club. 100%. Um, gosh, I think it was either when I was like 14 or 15, to be honest. Mm. Just trying to wrap my brains. I know that I started going to gigs there when I was 14. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, it was, I think it was... first gig? Oh, oh um, I'm really not sure. I just have like vivid memories of going to see like Frontiers and oh, stuff like right. that. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know what, I think Frontiers might have been my first gig. Um, at the Adelphi at least um, and then after that just like random ones I think there was a phase when I was 15 where pretty much every single weekend I'd be at the Adelphi for something that yeah, would be going on it was constant <laughs> like I look back on those days and just have like complete nostalgia for it because it was just so much fun there was always something going on yeah but, we talked about that before on, on the gig one didn't we it was like 2015-16 it was like every week it was like a fucking amazing gig wasn't yeah it? For sure. Or sometimes, like, every night in a week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think... hmm, I think the first time I played was... I might have been 15, but... Yeah, that was was good. I think that was supporting the waves, which are now Girl Afraid. Uh, Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, back in the day. Yeah, Mm. so that was a good one. I think that was um, the first sort of point where uh, musically I shifted a little bit because Mm. I, like... Um, I was just writing some some songs that I'm still doing now actually mm. um, back then so that was like the first point where I got like a slightly heavier band I mean they were all people, kids my age as well but um, that was probably one of the first points where I was like yeah okay we'll maybe take things to a different yeah. level with the music the turning point <laughs> yeah the turning point, point yeah. yeah I think a lot of artists have that and you, uh, to be fair I don't think I'll ever stop having turning points because I'm only 19 at the minute I think yeah. there's a lot a lot to go musically <laughs> yeah like Always. any great artist continues to evolve don't they so, so getting into music Yasmin um, what, what were kind of like your earlier role models and stuff because I think like especially in Hull there is there was a big the um 
this is a big lack of like a lot of females in the scene mm. and I think sometimes that is probably down to like actually like seeing people up on stage mm-hmm. but then seeing people who like you you like socialise with a lot more Cause I think yeah. for like a lot of guys as well like especially like in the punk scene and stuff mm. we see a lot of our mates up on stage I think completely yeah that just yeah. makes us see, seem more doable for us yeah mm. definitely but like what, what was kind of Gosh, probably I mean Wolf Alice have been one of my like biggest influences from when I was about 14 or 15 oh, awesome. I just thought like god they're so fucking cool so mm. I think that was one of the big things for me and um I mean realistically the encouragement um was probably just from like going to festivals and gigs probably outside of Hull to start off with I know that the scene's definitely got a lot more people now um mm. but when I was younger it was like bands like that and then like smaller bands like Black Honey and stuff like that where I was just uh, like right. yeah they're really cool I want to be doing that sort of thing um but no I think we've definitely got a lot more now and like I'll always say in terms of um getting female acts on like the sesh and stuff to do a brilliant job of that really like yeah. every time I'm at Polar Bear or something they'll always be at least like one female act or a female band That's member or something I noticed which just, is which is yeah. ace I don't think you really get it that is. in many other cities in terms mm. of like the the incentive to always mm. get a female like artist yeah. playing yeah. um diverse like quite the diversity as well you know mm. Polar Bear like Every mm. week, you know, you never know what. Kind you never of, know. What the <laughs> completely destroys the argument as well of that the, the genuinely aren't enough female musicians oh, around. I hate that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when people bring that up, it's like, I I know as a promoter, I have struggled to to try and find female acts that will I feel will fit a bill. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But then I'm like, okay, let's take a step back and let's just put them on anyway. Like, why does the bill have to, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Let them do their thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And support yeah. that no matter what it is. Mm. 100%. Um, I think the, the more we move forward with that sort of thinking, it's, yeah. it's just going to get it. better. Yeah. I think that festivals is the one thing where I just think, how on earth yeah. haven't you done it yet? Especially but, like the real big ones. Yeah. It? You know, like, it's like, um, because there's been that thing, aren't there, you know, with like Reading and Leeds. Yeah. That just makes no sense to me at all because I know that, um, there are organisations involved in that as well, like um, to encourage smaller female artists. Like mm. I, I know there's organisations linked with Reading and Leeds. So then it just surprises me when they can't find a female headliner because like it's really not hard. And especially like I mean, it's not as if Reading and Leeds is like a rock festival anymore no, either. Yeah. You could ease it. Like how hard is it just be like Dua Lipa? Do you want to come headline? Sure, you know, it's sure. like no, especially knowing that they have pretty much every genre on now. Yeah. I don't see how they haven't managed to do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many great female rock musicians nowadays as well. So many. Mm. I mean, right. like, Phoebe Bridges is like a big example of a new one. Um, oh, I haven't heard her. Oh, really? Yeah, I've really, yeah, only just getting really in, good. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. I really like I'm on the Sniffers. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. so good. She, like, um, she's <clears> such <throat> a good front woman. She's yeah. incredible. Um, like, they're, they're quite a big inspiration behind me. Mm. Like, because even though, like, you know, I won't have the same inspiration, you know, that a female would, mm. I still find her very inspiring, you know, how she's kind of like, because mm. obviously there's, like, you know, a certain stereotype still, you know, with female artists and all that, and she's just like, you know, like, she's got that Yeah, fuck that, we, we can like, do anything, you, like... You know? 100%, yeah. 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 I think that, well, that's the thing, there's always going to be those stipulations as well, like, I think there's definitely a lot more pressure on, like female artists to look and be a certain way like going uh, pop and yeah. indie no, no matter mm. what the genre mm. you just feel like 
I don't know. It's it's like the, it's like the image has to come with the sound. Yeah, like, I'm like, why it, should it? Because yeah. well, it's, um, it's real. I don't think it's the same at all yeah, for me. That's the thing. Uh, my bassist Lydia, she got told the image was an important thing for it, and I was wow. like, that's bullshit. We like with on why we dress how fuck we want it. Completely yeah. mm. great. Yeah. You just do right. things the way you want to, rather yeah. than feel like you need to fit. Like a that really bill. pissed me off because mm. I was like, oh. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, it's easy for a guy to put on a nice shirt for a thing. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's not an equivalent, really, for female artists, I don't think. Mm. No. And I think there's definitely always that element of, like, competition where you shouldn't even feel like it's there. But mm. I feel like a lot of, like, female-fronted artists and bands and stuff, like, there's you're always going to feel like you're up against another female act or right. like trying to compare yourself or, yeah, sure. and I think that's that's definitely a big element and it's like no it's so toxic we should all be supporting each yeah. other I feel like it's even internalised like misogyny a lot of the time where yeah, we just feel true. like we're all in competition See, guys mm. do that as well, well yeah. as well like hopefully yeah. there'll be less of that though if, yeah. if like you know we have so many female artists and even like complete girl bands like, mm. like full on girl groups yeah. you know the, the, the more that end up sort of like like coming round and you know like playing like regular shows and being given like good shows especially like things like headline slots at festivals mm. you know mm. um the more of that that takes place the less there'll be that whole like oh well who's the best girl band around yeah. do you know what i mean the, the competitive element to yeah. it it's like mm. it's only there because as it stands, female musicians are unfortunately yeah. in the minority. I feel yeah. like it's also like, it's kind of getting categorised more of a genre because there's a sure. female singer. Yeah. Girl band's not a genre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> they're kind of making it like, yeah. making out like, they're the ones competing each other because that's, they've formed their own scene, but it's, it's not. They're like, they're yeah. part of loads of different scenes, but like, no one just, mm. everyone kind of like, blumps yeah. them all together kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. I love that, do you know the L7 documentary? Yeah. Did you ever see that where, you know, well, the, uh, we played it, didn't we? The oh uh, uh, yeah, Delphi. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when it was screened, yeah. Mm. Um, I forgot you played it. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my my memory's awful. Like, everything. No, but yeah, I, I, I do think about that documentary quite a few times. Yeah, because it, it was interesting how they discussed the fact that like like the the best thing they could do, like for to to advocate women in music was and, and like equality for women in music was to not make a point out of it. And just mm-hmm. go do it and do it as well as any guy could. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it, it's interesting because the Riot Girl stuff, which was around the same time and, and hitting its peak at the same time, was very vocal about the fact that we needed to particularly go out of our way and allow like a space for women, a voice for women. And L7 ended up being the ones that were like thrust into the limelight. So. It's a it's a weird little mm. situation there. Yeah. It's like I think it, you kind of need like this middle ground of this just always, just because it, it it shouldn't be a conversation in the sense yeah. that like it should just always be equal anyway. And yeah, like if you're a good band, you're a good band. Yeah, completely, completely. Like, like the girl band thing gender, shouldn't come into like it. It's just like a good band, not a mm. good girl band. Yeah, you know? I think yeah. there's also sort of the argument on one of my friends posted something it, when it was International Women's Day, and it was like, yes, brilliant, like it's a, it's a great day, but there was so much focus on how we're restricted rather than how we can how 
society can do better like mm-hmm. just like oh uh, like how do you feel disadvantaged in a certain way as a woman and it's like well why are we focusing on that why can't we focus on all the things i've already achieved rather yeah, than because i think if you it, yes it's about overcoming the narrative but if you keep feeding into the narrative that women um are more likely to be oppressed or like not mm, do as mm, well mm. um or be more restricted then it's probably going to put some people off so like in terms of going into music and stuff yeah if, yeah. if like Rather a 12 year old seeing like yeah yeah just, if you celebrate the victories then in like i guess intrinsically people will look at that and go like okay so why why is it made so difficult mm-hmm. for women to achieve this and that you know why why is why was their success hindered for many years before they've got to where they are you know i guess that question would naturally arise within people without you know having to make the focus on it in the first place yeah yeah celebrate the victories more like Mm -hmm. i guess it's just oh it's equally as important isn't it to do so like legitimizing it yeah rather than rather than seeing it as like 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 you're saying like hindrance kind of like and then i guess like doing stuff like this where we're, we're just talking about all these great female artists, I think, because that actually exposes people yeah. to the things that are going on, rather than it just being about how it's not going on. Yeah. 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 I, I think, like, an observation I had, like, obviously not at the time, but it was like, say, like, the late 80s going to the early 90s and to mid-90s, there was this thing going, wasn't there, where it was, like, becoming a bit more equal and stuff, but then I think towards, like, the late 90s and 2000s and that, it sort of took a step back, didn't it? But it was like, there was a, in especially in like popular music, it's like the industry sort of changed to be like more image based and stereo like stereotyping mm. like mm. female musicians, and it took a while for it to change again. And I think yeah. now we're we're getting somewhere, but it's not a uh, it's not quite there yet. But you know what I mean. Mm. And it's weird that it should come in waves like that. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like like if 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 we've you know, t- like made progress and taken steps in the right direction. Look, look at the seventies punk scene when there were mm. plenty of girl bands around, like doing, doing great stuff. And it, it, it's just they, they again, like like they were fighting for more for like like just women's rights and talk about women's rights a lot mm. rather than you know women in music and we can do this as well. That much was like a given. So yeah. like, why should it be difficult these days? Do you know, like yeah. <laughs> fifty odd years later. But I also think it's also about um, creating an environment for women as well, which will mm. feel better about it, especially in the gig scene. Like, yeah. I think, um, probably trigger on this, but um, like the I think when I was 14 or something, I went to a Blossoms gig at Asylum. Right. And um, there was this, like, old man, and I say old man, he was, like, in his 40s. But anyways, <laughs> to, to me, yeah, mm. and to everyone we'll else. We'll be old at yeah. a Blossoms gig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so basically... Um, he ended up like touching me inappropriately, and I was like, first of all, I was like, wait, what? Like, I was just thinking, yeah, like, was just he just trying shocked. to move? Like, yeah, oh, like... I was like, was he trying to move past me? And then, and then he wow. was like, he like sort of tried to say something I couldn't hear, and I was like, nah, this is weird. Went over to find my friends, and then like midway through the gig, like. Uh, Tom the frontman like he just stopped it and he was like wait no that guy I've just seen him like touch like multiple mm. girls oh, get him out took security bloody ages to get him out and they eventually did everyone was like <laughs> everyone was chanting Peter which was quite funny yeah. Um, but yeah and I was just like and that is mad like and just thinking that that man had just done that to like so many girls my age and was only 14 at the time and that was just like absolutely horrific and that's enough to completely put some people off 
off going to get yeah, it entirely. Oh, yeah, it would be. It would be. Um, so I think it's definitely also about um, just feeling encouraged to be in that environment as well like if you're already attacking or like making it more difficult for women to be musicians and then you go into gigs and like not having that safety as well it's it's sure. like yeah it's it's mm. definitely um an issue to overcome yeah i've certainly seen like you know how creepy some people can be you know at the yeah. gigs yeah like um fucking can, can I speak um, yeah go on mm. i think it's like a it's like a a genre like scene thing as well mm-hmm. like certain genres which are uh, quite male uh, dominant pro- yeah yeah like they don't like um i don't know why but sometimes they don't like you know when like a female band's come in and it's like so you know i've mentioned before julie christmas the mm. band made out of babies mm. like there was even i wouldn't say they are there was in like the extreme metal scene mm-hmm. and which was a male-dominated one, and that she started to get like death threats and people oh saying, gosh. "I'm going to rape you" and stuff like that. And then she used to like to warm up. She was like, uh, like walking the alleyway outside the the uh, venue yeah. to like build herself up and that. Mm. And she got mm-hmm. to a point where she had to carry a knife wow. because she felt that threatened that someone would get. So yeah. I've said before, you wouldn't want to mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well. But it's like that. It's like why? Why should that be a thing as well? Completely. And mm. yeah, it's the no, same with like the walking home thing. You know that's been going around right now as well. Oh yeah. Mm. It's like shouldn't have to. You know mm. they shouldn't have to feel unsafe. You know. Mm. But it's like um, um, <coughs> to do with this thing as well. Like there have been you know men that have tried to make the argument for like oh well you know we get terrified to walk home too. It's like. Yeah, because of, you know, other males and that. It's like, well, yeah. quite, you know, because sometimes I'll feel fucking terrified to walk home mm-hmm. because of, you know, how I've seen they can be. And it's like, I know, you know, like, there's that argument, you know, where it's like, yes, we know it's not all men, but enough men. You're like, you know, yeah, yeah but like that kind of thing. I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it's just how, like, mm-hmm. you know, after all these years, it's still like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of I think the not all men and not all cops narrative is very much so along the same lines it's mm, you yeah. just taking away from the point yeah. by so yeah. like, you know like, you can you can it's not like they only bring it up when it's like you know on something like you know when someone posts about it yeah like there won't be you know fighting you know for for that kind of stuff you know if it's not brought up yeah if it's know, not for, yeah. like that kind of sure. thing yeah it's yeah. like a lot of a lot of people i i've seen online like um they will only bring up like men's mental health if it's to combat talking about women like right. if, if it's so mm-hmm. I, I mean uh, one big example is like if if you're just talking about um how women have been sexually assaulted and then a man will then be like yeah but think about all of the false allegations and it's like uh, yeah, oh please yeah. don't be silly mm-hmm. don't yeah, be silly come on it's just it's like, like if you're really... so what do we do just not take anyone seriously do you yeah, know? yeah. It's just... <laughs> well it's it's like as well it's like if you're so concerned you know about the false allegations then do that in your own time to bring it up on a post yes you know, to yeah. invalidate just to, that yeah. point it, it's similar to <clears throat> to the like the black lives matter thing where exactly. everyone was saying like yeah, but don't, don't all lives matter. And it's the same thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like... You, it's obvious you that all life does, so you're making a non-point, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the you're point is that, point, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need to reinforce the fact that black lives matter <clears throat> as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, mm. That's... Because it's, like, clearly the way people talk about them, that it's very clear that people don't think all lives mm. matter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, just in general, 
I mean, our society is just completely built on a system of oppression, though. Like, no, <laughs> no point putting it lightly. It is. It's like um, the only way to sort out like policing, for example, is to literally tear it down and start again. Mm. Like, how can people feel safe when it when this the institution is built on racism and homophobia mm. and um sexism and like yeah. and and when you employ people into that as well it's i'm not obviously yeah. not all cops are bad but it's yeah. <laughs> but when but it's built the, on that system yeah, so. yeah. people not the, bad but the institution itself is corrupt completely yeah. and even even if it's not really a case of um you know it's completely corrupt from the top down it's pretty much undeniable even if you look at this the situation at, at the moment with what's going on in london it's undeniable that when something happens and an individual within like say the police force is responsible for something horrific they just want it to go away they don't want mm -hmm. to deal with it in the way that they should they want mm -hmm. to deal with it by yeah just, well, just, well they don't want to be hold, held accountable to exactly, the same, same laws no. that they put everyone else to yeah, yeah. and that is a, it's a major issue they can't police be, themselves um, might be going off on like a tangent here but you know that thing that happened that was it weekend yeah, the, the, part, the vigil yeah. and the yeah. like when when you've got a Met police officer who's just done this horrific, horrific thing, and there's like a peaceful vigil and that, and then the Met go in like they do, and they're like, "How oh, is that going to improve your image?" You know, completely. I, I just I totally didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Where, this why? is it. Like, like I say, like they, they just want like, it to go away. More, more yeah. violence as well towards women as well. Oh, for sure. Most of them were women at the time. Weren't yeah, they? completely. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like that thing as well where, say, if just a normal civilian did the same thing, you know, that cop did, they'd be locked up, you know, like that yeah. straight away. But because it's a cop, you know, and they want to try and cover their ass. Well, yeah. they're, 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 they're above like the law, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that mm. makes them able to corrupt the law and use it against people. And yeah. yeah. Coming back to the point that you made about, like, just, just ensuring that, like, venues and gigs are safe places mm -hmm. for women and and for for girls like like you know teenage girls getting into yeah. music, as you were saying like you were 14 yeah, at that yeah. bottoms gig um you know the the initiative from from make noise was obviously i think that first started around that whole idea wasn't it making places in our city safe for women yeah safe yeah for for women to just go attend gigs without without harassment without yeah, and just to be treated like everyone else, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, before we went live on air, you you were mentioning them as well, Yasmin. Like, have yeah. you um, have you had m many dealings with them in the past? Um, just apart from on um, undying support for them, really. Right. I just oh, think great. the work yeah. they do is amazing. Yeah. Obviously, um, they they were uh, very involved in the Fifty Three Degrees North thing yeah, uh, festival. Completely. That was like. A 2018 or whatever and that yeah just the work they do is absolutely brilliant um um and I, I think it's it's brilliant that there's a group sort of trying to shift that narrative yeah. and saying you know yeah. women in music and it's, it's safe for people to go to gigs and it's really like i think it's it blew my mind how necessary it was like uh, like the the fact when it came about you know I was immediately behind it and supportive of it, but then some of the stories that w were coming out of that about, yeah, harassment at Ugh. some of the local venues in this city, it blew my mind. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't believe that that's been going on under our noses. And also, 
not not to name names, not to name name venues or anything, but the way sometimes the authorities at those venues, the, the bouncers and the, the, the staff members in charge were turning a blind eye. Like, that yeah. was not cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, I, I, I think the, the crazy fact of it was, I mean, I can't remember the amount of people, the, the, the exact amount of how many started it. I think it was like six women. Right. Um, and they were just talking and I was like, obviously sharing the same experiences that you're talking about. But at first I was kind of like, well, what if, what if the city doesn't need us? Right. And what if like, well, this is just this is just does like some isolated incidents kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like... they they actually did like the public meeting, an open yeah. meeting. Yeah. They invited like tons of women all the way down. Yeah. It was only women allowed in there, only women press and stuff like that. There's only women to talk about women experiences Good. within the music scene, and like yeah, like just everyone just saying the same shit over yeah. and over, and it's just like, and it's worrying because that that shows that obviously beforehand, I suppose. A lot of women might have been obviously scared to share their experiences, even amongst each other. Yeah. Do you know? Um, so, thank God they did something about yeah. it and started that. I think there's a lot of internalized blame as well for a lot of women. They don't realize, like, like I said at that gig, I, I didn't really think about anything being wrong until the guy got kicked out. Wow. But and I, which I, is, I, a, which wow. is a stupid thing that way. It's how it's made you think that way you know what I mean yeah completely like and there's mm. the system itself just like even just working at a bar and having like comments from men or kind of feeling like you can't tell them to like piss off because you're working yeah. and that's unprofessional mm. for I've me to do that, that and it's I, like how I think I've seen it when I've been at Fuel pretty certain like you, when Probably. I was waiting for a drink I'm pretty certain I yeah. saw that kind of attitude mm. and it's like what the fuck like they just were taking and I remember being with one of my friends as well and she felt she asked to go because there was some guy just staring wow and I wanted to knock him out but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that word yeah. just got me kicked out so we just <laughs> left but yeah I mean it's like the, the pub rock where I work at like it's a typical you know the, the men who are going there, you know, you know the, the, the type. And I, I'm the only uh, male bar staff, so I see all, all like, the... Uh, I mean, it's, it's all, older women, but still what... And they're just sort of used to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's just... Sometimes it just blows your mind. Yeah. But even... I think sometimes even it's the people closest to you, and, again, that's another narrative mm. that needs to be shifted for yeah. especially men getting involved in things. It's calling out your mates and their behaviour because mm. it's very, very yeah. easy to, for people to be like, oh, yeah, women should come out about their experiences, but then as soon as it's about one of their mates, they're mm. like, but he's such a nice guy. Like, it's... An, right. it's well, about, he's never done anything yeah. nice, bad to me or out, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's sound. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's he about... He didn't mean it like that. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. I know him. I've never had a relationship with him, but I know him totally. <laughs> I know him. Yeah. I've, I've heard he's really nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. do, do any of you guys follow... Um, Band meme six 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 on Instagram. Oh, it's, no. like, yeah. it's a really but funny page. But yeah, no. So they've got like loads of memes on there. Like, uh, yeah. oh yeah, you're really you were really good tonight for a girl and just oh, stuff God. like that. So, the yeah. amount of times I've heard people say that, and it's like you won't say, "Oh, that's good for a guy." <laughs> like, <laughs> I might start saying that now, though. <laughs> you got no, for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> But that's pretty good for a guy. This is a good segue to that video what you shared, Eddie. On our, our chat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to talk about that? I feel a bit a little chipping. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, 
so there's this video by I think is it Ben Jordan? It's like it's, I know it's Ben. It's, so, yeah. yeah, but it's um we might might, might put a link on one. Yeah, I'll put it in the comments. Yeah, but um yeah, it's um just a video on um how why why is there so like few like female producers and stuff? Mm. And he kind of, he kind of goes quite in depth, doesn't he? I think that, like some of the scary statistics is uh I mean after watching it as well I thought I was trying to think of female producers I I only I can only name one same Sylvia Massey well Isabel one more uh, see I haven't I oh, yeah. name <laughs> um who uh, produced uh, Hull's New Breed Volume One yeah and, oh uh, right yeah mm. anyway going back to that video and some of the stories because because the guy interviewed like different you female YouTubers uh, music YouTubers didn't he. And it's like some of the stories what he had, and it's like, like the one who, who said like um, she wanted to learn about production. She was it, was it a friend or a friend of a friend or something? Yeah, yeah. And she asked, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you can come round. I'll teach you some stuff." But uh, I don't know if I could help not make, making out with you or something. And it's like, why, why, why oh, be like God. that? I've and seen people share, you know, texts like that for all, and mm. it's like. Yeah. And then it'll, it'll it's, just, it's like yeah I'll help you out but you've got to do me some sexual thing yeah, it's but it's like, like why and she said it, it's I can't understand like, how, how can people think like like that that is going to go well Jesus Christ I've got a great pickup line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and like that stat as well where it was uh, was it in America it's was it four times more likely for I think it was like three times more likely to be a, a five a female firefighter than yeah. there are female music producer. producers, which is like, which Just is insane. scary to think about. But it's like, what's so scary about being a music producer that's less scary than being a firefighter? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> people would rather jump into a fire and save people than they will become like jump mm. on a stage or or to um, yeah produce, produce a band. But, and, like, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's crazy, isn't it? And it's like all the comments on their YouTube videos was like. It was always like a, like a backhanded compliment, wasn't it? So I was like, yeah, and then made like a, a comment at the end of it. And it was like, so what so one of them said, she's now, has she ever turned off the comments or just didn't reply to him anymore? Yeah, she just, just can't see him, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's crazy to, in, in, a, in something like music where it should be all like, <laughs> you know... Uh, it's just mumbling. It's just about shifting the perspective. Like I think, just a, a good analogy for it is like if you um, are at a bar and you've got like a female uh, a waitress who like messes your up your order or something, then mm. people and and girls alike will immediately think, oh, she's flustered. She didn't know how to do a job. But mm. if it's a lab that messes up, it's like, oh no, it's fine, pet. Don't worry. Like, mm. and I feel like it's kind of the same with stuff like women in music, a producer. I I can't help but feel people would be less inclined to go to a female producer just mm, because of this mm, internalised mm. misogyny and these feelings were, that were, were less capable even though that's really not the case Completely. at all but Completely. I think it's again when things are rooted in that yeah. sort of yeah. idea that women can't well, do it as well in the video as well like he kind of goes on to uh, a term that I'm not familiar with but I understand quite clearly let's call it homophily mm. I can't remember that well uh, he talks about like how um we're more likely to relate to things that relate to us. Mm-hmm. So if you're a male, you're more likely to relate to male bands, mm. male producers, because that connects to you on a certain level. And like we obviously, like we obviously go for social groups that have the same views and points of views as us and stuff mm. like that to kind of strengthen our own. Mm. 
internalised objections and yeah. stuff like that. Mm. But yeah. that shouldn't be a reason to yeah dismiss I mean, things like, that you don't immediately connect to for those reasons. Yeah. But like towards the end of the video, I think what was really cool as well was kind of saying how like we can overcome these sort of like internal not not uh, what's the word, proper word for it that are kind of like strict. Well, we can overcome these by like just going outside our normal thought processes. Mm. Maybe subscribing to a few more female producers on YouTube, mm. checking out a few of their videos. Probably they're mm. just as good as the male ones, yeah. but mm. like it helps us to expand our horizons and yeah, like definitely. different things that we're doing and stuff. Maybe listen to more female bands. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I just yeah. seek yeah. it out. I yeah. think yeah. that's kind of the way you need to do it. I mean, I, I go back to like when I was what sixteen, seventeen, whatever. Can't even remember listening to any female artists, but then like now it's like a complete like fifty fifty, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it is a thing like that, like actively searching out and going like, no, actually. And, and but the thing is, like eventually, you know, yeah. everything hits a a, a turning point, point doesn't it? Yeah. And, and like, yeah, uh, maybe maybe that's what we're witnessing right now. Let's hope so. You know, yeah. it, it could just. Yeah, um, I've certainly haven't Snowball, witnessed yeah. it this way at least not from what I can remember because yeah. I've been in the yeah. scene properly since 2017 and I've never really seen this you know happen mm-hmm. and I'm all for it it's fucking yeah. great mm. I think like I mean as a female artist it shouldn't really it, in a way it shouldn't have to be our job to like inspire if that makes sense like but I don't mind I'm like you know what if, it, if it's going to encourage other people then I, I guess in turn you actually it, to flip things on its head and make it positive you're as a female putting yourself out there you're kind of inspiring without even needing to try yeah. just because yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. encourage other people to yeah. i think if you're going to look at it from a positive light it's that's like that's inspiring the best way to do without it. even yeah trying. just just from putting yourself out <laughs> yeah. there i guess it's, it's kind of like because like we i don't I get that when i'm playing I guess that's kind of more like a heavier weight that you have to bear, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. I mean, it's like, I don't know, but then I have, like, such um, a strong feeling towards, like, things at, like, festivals and stuff. Um, there's these uh, two lovely girls, and uh, their dad takes them to, like, all of the gigs that he can, like, uh, ones okay. where it's, like... Um, children come like Trinity Market and that and like they always come up to me after the gig and like the dad always takes a picture of them with me and I'm just like this is so sweet and then they'll tell me about like another instrument they've learnt and stuff and I'm just like oh this is adorable and I love it I don't I think stuff like that it it just fills me with joy to know that um even on such a small scale because it's not exactly as if everyone knows who I am or anything but even on a small scale Mm -hmm. you could be influencing people to you know be a musician even if even if there is boundaries for girls, and yeah. yeah, it's a really nice feeling. I like it when uh, male bands call it out as well, like because yeah. obviously you know, like because they're the opposite gender. Often yeah. you don't think they will, mm-hmm. but I like it when they do. Mm. You know, yeah, definitely. The amount of bootlegs I've seen of like you know Kat Cobain stopping shows to like stop harassment mm. in the crowd mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, what well, like, you know, it's YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's like, but it's a, it's a little scary as well though. And maybe it's something that like it, it, it needs looking at. Like, harkens back to the example you brought up of being at Asylum, um, and eventually it was the artist, like yeah. up on stage, that had to sort of Not like who, who's obviously in a prime position to look out on the crowd and yeah. see that kind of thing going on. It's like okay, well then maybe like security should have 
like like better posts you know what i mean yeah. they, they stand yeah. at the front yeah, and make yeah. sure people are trying to get up on stage harass the artist or whatever it's like what about people being harassed in the, in the crowd, crowd. Yeah. do you know what i mean like if you're just simply in front of the stage looking out at the crowd like that you're not going to see what's going on in the you know like how, how are you you know security surely yeah okay they're there to protect the artist but they should be there to protect everyone and it's um yeah. it's a uh, it's crazy to think that hasn't happened yet because it's not like, like yeah like completely any, any completely. venue even Adelphi, mm-hmm. you could just sit on one, stand on one of these things. Yeah, and just you know monitor I mean? it. Yeah, it, it's like the work do it in shifts or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I mean, I think that's obviously one way to improve things. I, I, mm. There's always going to be shitty, shitty people who are yeah. going to do yeah. bad things. But it's also just about, like I said, calling people out for it. If mm. you're a man and and mm. you see another man doing that yeah. in the crowd. Like go if you don't want to start a fight, go get a bouncer. Do you know, yeah. it's and, it's and not think, hard think, to to make those small changes. Yeah, but but as a male as well, re- recognizing where maybe you've been ignorant to it in the past uh-huh. without even realizing. Like like I say, yeah. like I'm guilty of like I, I've seen, you know stuff's gone on all around me at times, and obviously it clearly was going on for years, and not that I was turning a blind eye to it, but I was maybe just unaware. I wasn't looking out for yeah. like particular like instances of like just not even harassment but maybe like like inappropriate behavior like if you, you can see I mean? like a like, man like talking to a woman and it's obvious she's like yeah, yeah go away it, but it's like i, I like didn't realize the sheer amount the of, meme of, well, it's like talking yeah. <laughs> uh the girl who's completely uninterested yeah, <laughs> oh, that's that's such a good meme. Yeah. yeah yeah it was funny as but, well because i think they're, they're apparently really good friends aren't they yeah like, oh, really? <laughs> some people <laughs> just have hilarious. a resting bitch to be fair when i'm pissed that's a bit like why i see like in my experience i've been too afraid you know to say something right yeah and i've even been afraid you know to go to a bouncer but Mm. nowadays do you think now like like, yeah yeah. things are changing and it's just like you know you can speak out yeah Mm. i mean as well it's proper training as well isn't it for security do you reckon yeah i mean obviously i don't know but do you reckon um bouncers get trained on like gets put on like sexual harassment not, not sexual harassment courses in like they've done it but you know like awareness yeah. things mm-hmm. I don't know actually I, think oh, that's I was, what I was, I was super, surprised. super surprised like I nearly mentioned it earlier and I didn't but I, again so I don't want to mention names or venues or anything but I remember like like seeing an incident that got it eventually got dealt with at a particular venue and you know basically like this, this guy just wasn't taking no for an answer sort of thing with this girl won't leave her alone and eventually i was very 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 surprised to hear like one of the staff members saying afterwards after the girl and all her friends had had raised the issue and eventually got it dealt with but this staff member saying like oh was it really that bad do you know what i mean was it was it really do you know and that that was just like that is not okay that is that's what we're dealing with here you know what i mean it's like oh he's only he's only trying his luck it's like well you know, oh, okay, no. okay, oh, try your luck. But when they say no, no is no. All the fucking boys want to be boys. Yeah, no, completely, completely, completely. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, on well, the topic of like training for yeah. staff and security, clearly it's needed. Well, clearly yeah. it's needed. Yeah, 100%. I think um, one of my friends, she was telling me about an experience she had at uh, an unnamed club in Hull, um, but she got spiked and oh, then the shit. bouncers literally just chucked her out 
and it's like oh, it, when yeah. it's when it's obvious yeah. that someone's not even just <clears throat> drunk yeah. you i mean you take you them to, to a room and like make sure they find a safe way home rather yeah. than kicking them out yeah. of the club yeah. and stuff yeah. like that and it's like yeah. how have you not been told that that is not the way you react mm. in a situation mm. like that as a bouncer who's meant to be there to look after people and you just think mm. how how is that yeah, it just makes it even scarier, doesn't it? That yeah, like the only people really in a position to do anything about mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, yeah. like that's. Yeah. I have kind of some stories like that, um, without naming names, and you know that kind of thing. I was at a club, and the girl I was with at the time, she got spiked, and I had to you know carry her out of the club. Bouncers yeah. did, did did fuck all. They just helped me take her out, and then just left. Yeah, you know. And I had to get some, like, luckily, some friends I've been with that night, they turned up and they helped me, you know, get her into a taxi and all that. And and there was another story as well where one of my other close friends got spiked at a party and everyone just dismissed it. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. next day, you know, when it was brought up concern, you know, I think I've been spiked, everyone has been really dismissive of it and coming up with excuses for it, you know what I mean? no excuses, and. There was also a guy been appropriate on that night as well, or like, you know, been a bit forward, and no one, you know, really cared about it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's another thing where, again, going back to like security and stuff, like, obviously, the sad case of Libby Squire, like, surely, if some, when you can tell someone, not not just being spiked, that's like something, but even when, when they're that drunk as well, maybe like try, try and protect them more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than just leaving them. Yeah. Um, 100%. I mean, it's even just down to the things of, like, I will not go in a club without, like, holding my hand, like, over the cup so that no one can spike. Just things like that, which, like, you get told by your parents as a girl, like, oh, make Mm. sure you do this and this to avoid it. And it's like, why am I even needing to try and avoid getting spiked? Mm. Like, why would someone want to do that? It's, it's, yeah, and it's definitely, I think, you know, yeah. Giving the correct training to bouncers first as well, where I've been too scared to let my female friends, you know, go to toilet on their own. Like, yeah. you know, like, walk to it on their own. But you're a good person yeah. for, like, you know, probably yeah. walking them to the loo and stuff well, like that. Yeah, it's like, like, you know, because of all this attitude thing, like, I kind of turned into, like, Terminator. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. thing where I'm just <laughs> observing every little thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and yeah. it's shit, I shouldn't have to feel that way, you know, when mm. I'm with female yeah. friends and that. And it's like... To have that sort of yeah. that I mean, need to protect, yeah. I mean, that's like the main point of it all, isn't it? Like, you should, this should, this shouldn't be a situation. Yeah. It, like, um, it shouldn't have be been a situation in the first place, you know what mm. I mean? Like, no, definitely not. And I think part of it is, I mean, I don't want to sound dangerous to you, but <laughs> it's like, obviously, the people who are in power and stuff. I don't mean the political party. Just like, shit, yeah, but, yeah, I know. What you mean. Um, it's it's of that age of like. You know, back when they were young, it, it was a different... Women were seen, not heard yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. And it's like, so they've still got that sort of mindset. And it's like, will maybe... Obviously, we want stuff to change now, but maybe the positive thing to think about is in the future, when it's like our generation are going to be the mm. ones who are leading that. Mm. We've been brought up to think differently. Mm-hmm. And with all this and that, and maybe then mm. things will be... Mm. But so I think there's still a lot of people in, in our own generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as bad. But not as, not to that um, same extent, extent. Yeah. Of, of, of that view. You know what I mean? Well, it's like things like you know when you were saying earlier, just like so the the pub where you work, 
mm. the, the clientele is mainly like I guess that older generation where the, yeah 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 <laughs> and they won't respect the barmaids yeah. and no. this that the other I guess if one of your mates came into the bar and started trying to act the same way you could call them out you know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. it, 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 it's like because yeah. I guess I guess a, a lot of the older generation you try calling them out on it like they've got decades worth of just like and the I thing, guess indoctrination like you know you're not going to change like, their mind on it in like yeah. like even like if you were arguing the case with them all night mm. like unfortunately some people are too far it's down like, the line it's like you know pubs like that it's like when you walk in it's like a time warp yeah so you're sort of going back yeah. to like the 70s or whatever yeah. those are the sort of pubs where it's like whenever I've walked into them and you get that time warp feeling I walk straight back out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go find somewhere good sorry I've I know I've for eight years <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a sweet ass purchase. 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 Getting an EQ pedal and ABY pedal finally. Because she birthday <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Should we sing happy birthday? Yeah. Uh, well, we're giving you your dicks, aren't we? Oh yeah! Oh, it's good. Oh, it's, oh, God. Well, it's it's gonna be. We've got a guest on, so it's not order sixty six. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll be, be order, order eighty eight. Oh, no. Gonna get eighty eight digs. <laughs> Come on, no more violence. Twenty two, yeah. twenty two <laughs> digs as well. Yeah. Should we just yeah. swap the digs just for like a good headlock or something? Yeah, <laughs> one <laughs> solid headlock. Solid one headlock. nuggie. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, oh look at each. Oh my god. Could just break his new guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so you're part- his pedal. You're particularly <laughs> excited about the EQ pedal, aren't you? Because of Yeah. Well how, you, yeah. you borrowed mine for a little bit, didn't yeah. you? And it, it like really helps to like lift. Yeah. Well, because you were showing me how it made a difference like. to your turn. Yeah. And I think like you've been super excited to see how mine changes. Mm. So sure. I think though when I try it out you should come in and like Maybe it. you have a little yeah. second opinion on things. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Is, it, is yeah. it the same one? Uh, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, the G7. Yeah. And then APY pedal, it's the same one that you have, Nick. Because um, I've been borrowing yours, and I, for mm. now. But can't wait to just have my own, you know, and have the pedal mm. board yeah. complete. Because <laughs> for years, you know, I've tried to get a good pedal board and all that. And, <laughs> and have a good setup, and now I finally have it. So. Yeah. Or you could get like a couple of big wires and then have four amps instead. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe when I can drive myself <laughs> and yeah. then I can just transport as many amps as I want. Yeah, if you're on tour, it's just you and your yeah. own car and then the rest of the event. Yeah. Speaking and then I'm, of... I'm like, I, I shove like Lydia and Max in the boot. <laughs> like you get in the boot and then have like my amp on the passenger seat with the Put seat, seat <laughs> Speaking of four amp setups um, I know I've given a couple shout outs to Johan Sejborn and I always feel bad because I don't know if that's how it's pronounced mm. at all but his, his YouTube channel is amazing he's always you know reviewing amps or doing features on like rare amps but um, last night let me just find it yeah he's, he's got a 10 minute video on four guitar rigs that really complement each other in a mix so it's a four amp setup where he's got <laughs> One that you can see there, and the sorry, it keeps auto playing, but the screenshot mm. like a full cab amp and cab for bottom, one for fatness, one for sparkle, <laughs> and one for mid cut. It's like that, that well, is one hefty, yeah, you, hefty. You should rig. see like how many Marshall heads Angus Young has on his rack. Yeah, he has so many. 
They're right. all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like there's like Metallica where they're there. Oh, it's like all these Marshall yeah. cabs and stuff because they were sponsored oh, no, by it's it. Not, underneath them, it's not the cabs, sorry. It's the actual it's like the heads. Jazz, jazz chorus. Yeah. I mean, like the actual heads, you know, in the backs. Like, I meant that, that, not the cabs. That's the move of a lot of 70s bands, isn't it? A lot of 70s bands had all like the cabs and stuff, but really they were just using like one. Yeah, one one good jazz chorus. Well, I've noticed in some that they'll have the thins at the fronts, but the actual cabs will be at the back. Mm. You know, like behind it. So I don't really know what that is. Is that just you know to make it look better? Yeah, with Motorhead, like their guitarist used like like one amp off stage mic'd up, and then all the cabs were for sure. It is actually because of the sponsorship. um, It is actually good having it off stage. Lemmy with the fucking fucking yeah, Lemmy's. Fridge could well have been real. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you know, like it is actually better kind of having it away from the drums at the back. You know, like oh yeah, 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 sure. You don't have no, any bleed in the drum yeah. mics and stuff like that. Especially I mean, for it, someone like Travis Barker, who's hits his drums. You don't even need on some stage anymore, anyway. It's like the more yeah. like monitors out there, pretty much. Hmm. Hmm. I suppose. Yeah, you got your in monitors um, as well for like bigger bands as well. So when we come back, like you know, I've been sort of setting up my pedal board at the minute I've decided that when I'm back gigging my amp basically will be my monitor like for for, for my guitar anyway I will have no guitar in my monitor I'm just going to have my amp like by my side at all times and then just ask for the rest of the like, band like, like, in uh, my like, monitor uh, what do you call it a gigablaster or something yeah 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 mm. <laughs> just yeah. patch my amp on my shoulder <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like a ghetto blaster <laughs> You know but what? no, it's because like um, feedback has become such an essential part of my sound that I need to like just just be there. As well as the fact that sometimes with some of the like solos and stuff, yeah, yeah. I manipulate the effects on my amp like in real time. So um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I will go deaf very quickly. Yeah. yeah. You know my bass amp, the Ampeg one. You can do that, so you can so lay it like a monitor. All right. Oh uh, so, yeah, I've seen yeah, that yeah. actually. Yeah, when it's got the option, hasn't it, mm. to sort of be like um, to stand up like a regular amp or be like a wedge kind mm. of thing. Mm. Which is cool. It's definitely yeah. prefer that because sometimes like if you're just hitting your feet, you can't really hear it, can you? Mm. You can sound do need it to kind of like actually go for your ears, mm. don't you? Well, it, it, it obviously if you're making it up as well, like if you if you close mic it, obviously it won't make much difference. But if you like to any other mics, it's gonna shape the turn. Like whether it's just like projecting and coming off the floor immediately, or like projecting pretty much like if it's a wedge, it's just projecting all of it straight into the air. Do you know what I mean? That's gonna shape the turn yeah. a bit as well. Mm. So it's nice to have the option. And plus, if you might. Sorry, like we're a wedge. nerding out. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm just like nodding along. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, plus, if you had it as a wedge mm. and you might it like that, it won't be picking up any of the drums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, good point. And then you, in your other monitor, you could get all, all the other stuff but your bass, because that's there. You know, I read this um, story where there was, like, this real old-school engineer who didn't understand, you know, like, amp modelers and that, you know, mm. like, uh, Max Effects and that. Mm. And he, he was just, he was, like, real adamant about having the cab turn, you know, mic in it. Yeah. So he mic'd the monitor, but the actual modder, it was like it was simulating, you know, being mic'd up. So it was yeah, like yeah. mic'ing up, mic'ing up, mic'd up. Like it was like mic-ception. Mic-ception? That's amazing. Any more sweet-ass purchases? This jacket is my sweet-ass purchase. Oh, right. That, that, that's a really cool jacket. Thank yeah, you. Cool it's like only £18 as well. It's on Depop. It's amazing. The oh, right. It's quite 80s. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. It's like... 
um, for people who can't actually see the jacket, it's uh, <laughs> a dark brown oversized leather. Um, it's got collar on it. It's yeah, quite cool. It's, it's bold, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's my it's new awesome. favourite jacket. I love it. It was keeping me warm in the Adelphi the other day, to be honest. Yeah, oh it God. was bloody <laughs> freezing in there. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> we always do that, don't we? We always have visual stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> which no one can see. Yeah. Oh, last you'll, week, you'll just have to look it up. Or and imagine just have yeah. and stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last week when I was showing you the plants, what I, was, I, I ordered. Yeah, and having like, to oh, describe yeah. the plants <laughs> yeah, to cool, the audience. Yeah. Well, it's a succulent, and it's. <laughs> I did. I did buy some actually. Mm-hmm. I bought a uh, peril. I was talking to you about it earlier. Oh yeah, uh, go on. It's a electric harmonic detector. Yeah. Oh, that's a new yeah. pedal. Yeah, you were yeah, telling me about literally, it earlier, just, literally like, just bought it this, right, okay. last weekend. Mm, um, cool. Got it quite quickly as well. Um, but basically, yeah, it's, it's sort of like... Because um, I've been playing about with like a few synths of a lockdown. Well, it's nice. not like a synth, but it's, uh, it's like a key type keyboard. Mm-hmm. But it has like a attack envelope kind of thing that you can manipulate. Mm. But yeah, it's nice to... Because um, you can just m- manipulate the attack and decay like you can on a synth. Where but we get that. Yeah, yeah. So you can, rather than when you hit it, you hear like the the pick attack. Yeah. It sort of swoops in, and then but you can also control the decay, so you can have it cut off quicker than. Have you, you have you played with it yet? Yeah. And does it work well? Because you remember our, we had our pedal episode, and I said you can on my Avalanche one. It's got the swell thing. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's not as. Again, I don't know if it's because I learned how to use that part of it properly, but. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, depending on how fast you're going. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's a bit, it's, it is a bit weird to get right, I think. I think mm. there's it, a sensitivity knob you've got to mess about with. Yeah. So I haven't messed about quite a lot with the settings yet, but yeah, it works really well. And because um, I've got that um, that new like filter pedal, the uh, Bubbletron. Yeah, the Frog one. Yeah, yeah, it kind of works quite well with like using like a multi-tap delay before that as well because mm. they all like affect the um, going into the filter differently because mm. it all works on like pick attack and stuff so when you don't have any pick attack it kind of swells in quite nicely like a synth yeah. a little bit so yeah pretty cool I think the best purchase I've made recently is that pizza we grabbed earlier yeah. for <laughs> yeah. oh, I was going to make a joke shout out to <laughs> I've got to say, yeah. I bought a peach iced tea yesterday. <laughs> peach iced tea, yeah. yeah. Was it Lipton? I can't remember now. Yeah. But yeah, what's, <laughs> so what's John's place in the market called? Only. Only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pe- pizza from Only. It was spiced aubergine. Yeah. Oh, Vegan spiced aubergine. It was absolutely fantastic. Vegan chilli mac and cheese. It was, yeah, absolutely belting. Big shout out. The, the loudest of shout outs that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so in market yeah. yeah yeah why did I must have I always thought it was in um, what's the one called ah oh, fuck it <laughs> but oh, oh. <laughs> where, 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 where uh, the ginger coffee uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah I thought it was in there mm. for some reason head, there's that, no not Hepworth so that's a yeah. market market isn't it is it Paragon is it yeah. Paragon Arcade? Yeah. yeah. That's some reason I thought it was in there. Right. In Trinity Market. But um, I, I think I think John should uh, start selling that stuff he puts on his mac and cheese. It's like a little breadcrumb mix. I don't know what it is. Like, it's like quite <laughs> garlicky, heavy. Really mm. tasty. It's just like, well, I think you, just sell that in like jars and I'll just 
Just put on all of stuff at home. Just put it on yeah, everything. It'll be like the new chip spice. Just put yeah. on everything. Oh, <laughs> Mark and Addy for their John Coffrey. If you're listening to it. <laughs> yeah, speak of like garlic type stuff, I had this homemade garlic bread thing recently. Oh. It was Ooh. really nice. Yeah. I'm not usually fond of garlic bread because of the taste it leaves afterwards, but this one was really good. Uh. Um, I love garlic bread. <laughs> Do you guys appreciate a good garlic tomato bread? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. right, the worst thing about going to Manchester was discovering they don't do garlic tomato <gasps> bread. And I was like, wait, no, this can't, like, it can't be like a chip spice thing where it's only Hull. Mm. And it really That's is. Like, I literally trolled through every takeaway, messaged so many people in Manchester, like, have you guys heard of a garlic tomato mm. bread? They're all like, no, what are you on about? I'm like, God, it will change your life. Yeah. It's like a pound cheaper than a normal, t- than a normal <laughs> pizza. But, it, yeah, honestly, good well, apparently, You know, like here, you can, you can request in most places that pretty much anything you order you can ask them to put garlic butter on it for a bit extra yeah. so maybe if you speak to them just be like can i have a tomato bread but could you put some garlic butter on it as <laughs> yeah. well just go about it like that yeah. and you might just get lucky <laughs> just go the long way yeah r- 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 um my girlfriend rosie she was on about uh, how um they don't do like cheetah chip wraps outside of full either what? that can't be right no, they literally no. just lead right Right, she was looking everywhere. When Lola's takeaways, that's for cheese and chip oh, wrap. No, I remember this when, and, like, yeah, after they just, we just went to a gig, didn't we? Yeah, and, and then, then no, have it. God, you're completely right. Right, and she would she'd just say to him, like, look, you sell wraps, don't you? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know cheese and chips, yeah. Right. Well, can I have both of them? And they're like, no, nah, it's not in the system. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know what price it would be. Jeremy Kitts is so strict. I mean, the right, went. so put it in as cheese chips because what's the fucking cost of one wrap? Yeah. Like, I'll buy individual wrap and you can buy the cheese chips and just put them together. They're all like Yeah, exactly. When they're oh buying them in bulk. Yeah. Which oh, I said, so sometimes it's better because, like, in Hull, they charge so much for it. Oh, it's just like, extortionate. Sometimes, like, in Leeds, when you're asking there's no place, and some, some of them are like, yeah, sure, yeah, if you want it in a wrap, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. They just do it really cheap and be like, yeah, that's probably mm. like. A pound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite instance of anyone like making up a, a, <laughs> uh, a price on the spot was uh, my friend Creve at Kathmandu. I went into, this was years ago now, I think it was to get some cord for this necklace because it was a ring and it flew off my finger at a Dwash gig and got crushed <laughs> at Adelphi. But like it left that little gap like just perfect yeah, to yeah. thread some cord through. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, it'll make an amazing necklace. That's right. And um, so, yeah, yeah, it was so cool. But I, I went to, uh, so I went to Kathmandu and I think Creve hadn't been working there long at the time. And I was just like, oh, you got some like cord for a necklace, you know? He goes, oh yeah, sure. And um, we measure it out by the meter but I can't remember how much it is. And I was like, all right, I'll just take a meter then. And he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, like, like measured it, measured it out. And um, like cuts it and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, that'll be more than enough. Like I could probably get like three necklaces out of that or something like that. And I was like, how much do you want then? And he just goes like, he just kind of like looked around. And he was like, he shrugs his shoulders like, 50p it's like <laughs> putting it to me as a question like is that fair like this small small amount of coin how, how does 50p sound like i probably could have haggled him down do you know what i mean yeah, like, I thought for the fi- sake of 50p i'm not gonna bother like he's done me a solid you know oh, i wish you were dick when you were being though you would have been like oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh 
don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Tie, tie it back on the roll, man. Been such <laughs> a go elsewhere. Thing. Thank you very much. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, really? Am I that stingy? Am I? <laughs> no, more, more like the way you sarcastically. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. saying you're mean because you're not. Yeah. Uh, Even though people at that gig thought you were. Oh, oh god yeah and they thought I was bullying you Nearly so I was blaming everything on you yeah. <laughs> like, it was a great it was, uh, so this was um, like at the record store oh yeah uh, yeah uh, first time we played there or second time but Dylan was doing the sound and everything kept going wrong and it was my fault but <laughs> I was just blaming it all on Dylan as a little inside joke between the two of us but like it just didn't land with anyone in the room so it just oh, full on looked like I was bullying Dylan and then I like sort of like pointed that out I was like oh me and Dylan are real good mates by the way they seemed bullying and it just looked even worse <laughs> like it just it's not bullying, looked it's like, just like building. yeah it looked so bad oh my god <laughs> I thought it was hilarious it was so funny yeah. I bet P- you thought it was funny because lady. everyone was like yeah. P- P- <laughs> it's like, like finally yeah. like he's getting what he deserves yeah. he's he's always the thing is as well is Lydia knew the joke as well because she knows uh, my and your yeah. humour yeah um, but yeah, pe- people who probably who have listened to all the other episodes will have heard that story a few times. Yeah, yeah, we have brought that up a few times. Yeah. What you should have done at the time is like I don't know if I said this before. He just sat centre, sat crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, just like I'd have just been, I'd have been, I'd have been cancelled. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just can't go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like. Oh. Can't go on anymore. <laughs> I'll just start dicking with me, like like pull my mic down halfway through the Gosh, set. Like, you know? start I'm about right. to go for a scream, and you just like pull my fader on my mic. Like, it used to be a cool like new parody band. If you start doing, it. yeah, <laughs> or just like go on stage and start a riot, just start like shoving you on the floor. <laughs> <and that. laughs> yeah, what I noticed, like nearly every now Dylan, you accidentally say something like real savage. Oh, it's yeah, great because yeah. I'm editing it, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you don't mean it like that. Yeah, know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like so I thought you were full on calling me tight with the <laughs> no, the fifty p thing there. No, no, no. <laughs> that was yeah. So to funny. people on the podcast, I'm not actually mean. <laughs> it's I like swear. it's like last yeah. week. Um, I can't remember what it was on about, but you you Eddie mis misheard some of it. And then he was like, yeah, no, yeah, he probably just missed that. But it sounded real like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> I don't actually, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> what, he called me a chaff wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Oh, and you were sat there wearing a hoodie as well. <laughs> like, yeah, but when I wear a hoodie, I'm not a chaff. Just, just you, Ed. Where, 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 see, I'm lucky to be with these guys because they get that I'm joking. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so, yeah, I, uh, see the thing is that like a bit of insight to people who have heard me say these things. When I say it in my mind, I don't sound as so blunt. <laughs> but that's um, always been a j- thing all my life where I say jokes in my head. I sound, I sound, I sound like, yeah. like I'm being really obvious, yeah. and then I'll hear it back and I'm like, oh. Shit. Well, I do look forward to it when I'm editing it, though. Uh, it's yeah. like, that, that, oh, that, that, that gives you something to look forward to every yeah. time you edit. <laughs> I get you through the editing, Chris. <laughs> Nick, so, have you had any sweet-ass purchases this week? No, no. Nothing new. My candles came. Oh, yeah. What oh, scent? One was black coconut. 
Ooh. Ooh. Oh, and, uh, wow. as opposed to white coconut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just black, so I was yeah. like, yeah, I <laughs> and then the other one was a cozy cabin, and it was like three different layers. Oh wow! <laughs> Is it the firecracker one where they got yeah, the like, crackling? Cr- 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 yeah. cr- cr- oh, crackling so been, been oh, Have crazy. you had them on yet? Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. But the the, the the big one, so it's we've got to last ages. You are oh, one of the people that burns it to the edge, aren't you? Like on the first go, because a lot of yeah. people just sort of blow it out and then it just tunnels and it really, oh, really yeah, no, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> but I mean, I don't plant like. Oh so. uh, yeah, yeah. The way I, I go them. about that with the the candle thing is, I find that I have to like tuck it in. Do you know what I mean? Because the edges are like warm and like malleable by that point. <laughs> so it's like I have to like fold over yeah. the edges before I blow it out or like just after I blow it out. So that like, yeah, next time it's kind of like it's got a good head start or whatever. I mean, to be fair, with, <laughs> with them makes so, the Woodwick and the Yankees, they, uh, they, they work quite well though. They don't usually have that. Oh yeah, the thing dipping the thing. Yeah. But if you yeah, get like so. Poland's finest, then they just tunnel no yeah. matter what you do. <laughs> well, I get these Wilco ones because I bought a really nice candle holder from Wilco's, mm-hmm. and then yeah, those ones just fit it perfectly. You know, it was obviously designed for it, but they tunnel real bad. Yeah. Well, I, d- I don't get cheap candles anymore because <laughs> once I had one, and then the the glass. Uh, like cracks <gasps> and the wax started to no. leak out. I was like fuck 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 oh no wow so, you ever I'm blown out a candle and just spread wax everywhere yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done that it's I'm like oh shit I've done it before I've blown it out and then the soot's like gone right up my nose I'm like fuck <laughs> yeah we're not meant to have candles at uni so like oh yeah I feel like a criminal wow. <laughs> you're like gosh it's hard to be a gangster <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, you're, you're getting life for having a candle. Yeah, in pretty, your much, pretty much. It's like every time I like visit home or something, I'll hide them all in the cupboard in case like they get a random room check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was, there was um candle check. <laughs> candle check. Yeah. No, I came back um from my Christmas holidays and I I had like. Um, like a black stick candle and obviously it looks a little bit ominous <laughs> like and I think I had crystals on the table and stuff so and then anyways the ke- um, I saw I had a note from a room check and they called out the fact I had a kettle in my room but not this candle <laughs> and I reckon they would have looked at it and thought god yeah I'm not messing with that it looks like it's some sorcery or something like not going to mess with that today <laughs> just didn't what's, call out what's it. the problem with kettles? Um, I, think, I think it's to do just electric, air, the steam and stuff. It's steam, like yeah. damp, creates damp and stuff. You started oh, feeling yeah. sad then. Then what's uh, wrong with kettle? You don't have a fridge case here, right? What the fuck are you talking well, about? No. There we go. I thought we were going to get through one week, one episode, <laughs> without you having to bring that up. Oh, no. Do not need a fridge case. Do, do you know what? I think it's just funny that, like, just imagine, like, Yasmin Kerr in a uni. Just like dealing candles on the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is that how you like? Yeah, we're, getting we're through a yeah, situation. Bought this new big curtain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 start dealing like in candles, like, like tea lighters, a wax yeah. dealer. Has anyone ever been to Has anyone ever been to Camden and like experienced how like how you get off of drugs there as you're walking through the street? Never been to Camden. If you if you're walking through the streets of Camden. Like, you'll, you'll just literally, like, people won't, they won't even make eye contact with you. They'll walk past, and they'll just go, like, like, mushrooms. Like that. <laughs> and you'll be like, what? And you'll turn around and they'll go, mushrooms? Like, more insistently. And it's like, oh, no thanks. And they'll be like, weed? And it's like, no. And it's like, that. that's literally it. But you can't go, like, five paces without another dude just like, 
like you know pills <laughs> and it's just like literally they'll just like lean in like that but they'll like walk past you they'll carry on walking do you know what i mean so that it doesn't look like because you know there are you know police like dotted about or whatever so we'll just say it and it's just like I could just imagine you walking through your halls like candles. Just so disgusting, walking back. Candles. <laughs> yeah, hook me up. Just like you yeah. pull out your stash. It's yeah. the same with incense as well. <laughs> 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 it just feels so dodgy. Uh, it's like I don't light incense in the mornings that the cleaners come just <laughs> in case. Just in case there's like an inspection. <laughs> there was one time when my roommate, um, she was the only one in the flat at the time, and then like, one of the inspector people in came sense. and was like, right, it smells better in here than it does in the other flats. What are you guys doing? Oh. I swear, right, you haven't got incense, I swear. <laughs> just, just smoking weed, honestly. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, oh, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Just like instead of inspection, it's incense. candles Incension. Instead Inse- of inspection, In- oh, the incense inspection, oh. incense inspectors. <laughs> that, that's ooh, yeah, something in that. It's yeah. a new channel. And uh, no, like <laughs> incense inspectors, yeah. Like Yaz, just like change your bio to like professional candles. <laughs> 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 just like that that that's your hook that's like gonna like be your next candles, EP that's, that's gonna be like your next EP all about the deal yeah candle dealing waxing lyrical yeah. <laughs> anyway then Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that it's been great having you on yeah, yeah, yeah thanks thank for joining for me. Me. I've amazing. had a great time just want to remind people about um, what we're doing this, you're doing this Saturday yeah, yeah. the live stream tomorrow the don't, live stream yeah uh, tune in uh, from four o'clock on the To Hollenbach Facebook page. Uh, is it yeah. just through the Adelphi Facebook page? I, I, should I be thought it was this, through to not. the. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Find so, it on one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> just search yeah. Get both on Facebook for three thirty, just to be sure. Just well, to be sure. I'll yeah. link it in the comment anyway. Oh great! Oh, yeah, we'll get it in advance. And yeah. 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 In fact, I'll have posted links to it by then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and is it just be able to view on the Saturday, or is it? Afterwards, or just again, I'm not an sure about question. that. I, I've been wondering myself. But, you, um, usually, the live stream stay up, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. certain it will because but just yeah. in case, maybe you get there, yeah. Then. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get there <laughs> on the day, and then if it's up there after, hurrah, then oh, just, yeah, just, exactly. There's nothing like being there live, though, it's like, yeah. 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 like getting there and exactly. being able to see, you know, how everyone's reacting com- yeah. and you know, talking to each other. Because, like, and, I remember yeah. my live stream and you know, seeing everyone comment, you know, yeah, and no, everyone interacting with each other, it's just really You'd nice. You'd be able to interact with the audience, definitely, yeah. I'll definitely be having a few beers after. That, that's what <laughs> the I like. Professionalism, yeah. not not during maybe. Yeah. But. That's what I like about you know when you have when you record them before that because then you can actually watch it yourself and see how people are reacting to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to see your set because I haven't seen you play in like years because I haven't been around to many of the gigs that you played. I'll tell you what, Dylan, it's loud. Yeah. I know that, that once the lockdown is lifted and gigs are back on, I, I definitely am going to come see you live when you're in Hull. And vice versa. And, um, Sick. Where, where can we catch all your music online? Mm-hmm. Um, all music is on every streaming platform that you need. I've just, um, shameless plug. Shameless plug of the week. Shameless plug of the week. It's a shameless plug. It's a shameless plug. 
shit. <laughs> just released a um, new EP called The Mill Sessions, featuring one uh, previously unreleased track and then three updated ones. So have a check of that on Spotify, iTunes, That's YouTube, <laughs> yeah, It's really, really, really yeah, I listened good. to it on last Friday. No, yeah, something like that. Oh. Yeah. When was that recorded? That was recorded in September, so just yeah. before I went to uni, so we just we hopped in the mill and just sort of recorded everything as live, and then I went over and, mm. like I said to you guys, added a few bells and whistles and mm. <laughs> some fancy things to it, but yeah, mm. go sick. check it out. <laughs> sweet. sweet. So, <laughs> right, yeah, well, we'll see you next week. I ain't got a topic again. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the case um, of... We did have a topic this time, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although we'll I had over a rough idea, but mm. we'll get into that next week. Yeah, right. Well, it's a secret. Not then. before, oh. then. Well, literally, ne- next week, yeah, as we're about to <laughs> Yeah, like, we'll be about to record, and I'll be like, so this is the topic, and then I'll give you all scripts that I've been working on. <laughs> the topic is write an essay on... <laughs> right, um, so, right. yeah. See you Great next job, week. everyone. Yeah. Thank Bye. You. Bye. 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 Yeah.